I am happy. And I wonder whether you are happy too. Living a life of gratitude. That's what we're going to talk about today. This is Now Tell Us, and I'm your host, Anthony Moirore. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And always, we're having a great time. And that means that even today, we have a great time because we are going to have with us Sami Farens. She's going to join us soon to talk about living a life of gratitude. And without taking more time, I just request you, please share this video with all your friends. If you have a comment to make, we appreciate feedback. If you have a question, just shoot it out there. Now we are live on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, just whatever you are watching us from, please send us a question or comment, we appreciate. And now without taking one more minute, I'm going to go and meet Sami. Oh, why don't you come and join me? We go and meet Sami. Here we go, shortly. Hello, Sammy. Hey, how you doing today, Anthony? <laughs> I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. I, I gotta ask real Welcome quick. Welcome to Now Tell Us. That, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. So that opening video, is that your actual studio? I I wish. I just wish <laughs> my opening studio. <laughs> but it's like, going man. to come someday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, if it was, I was gonna say, boy, I am so far behind the times. <laughs> no, it's gonna come. I mean, we need to put uh, something out there that we want to be and always look. It's like talk, we talk about vision boards. I've heard about vision boards, and I hope you've heard them about them too. Yes, most definitely. So, most definitely. so I could say that's on my vision board to one day have a studio looking like that. I'd be all right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious to know, where are you? I am outside of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, and I come from Kenya, and Missouri sounds like a word in Swahili that is Missouri. Well, most Can you people, guess what that is? Most people from Missouri actually call it misery. Misery. Oh, yeah, it's misery. It's... Yeah. You, yeah, you, and you will get snow and eighty degrees yeah. on the same day. Ah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> can you guess what Missouri is? Can I guess what Mus Missouri? Missouri, Missouri. Yeah, in Swahili. Oh, um, great things. Wow, <laughs> Missouri is actually good. Good. Okay. Good. Missouri. Good. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. See there, I'm learning yeah. something new. Yeah. So it's a pleasure to have you here on Now Tell Us today. And uh, I know we've got so much to hear from you. 
because uh, you've been there, done that. And uh, for introduction, we would love to know who is Sami Parents? Who am I? I am a, uh, a husband of 22 years, a father of three, and a, now a grandfather of three boys. And uh, that, that's the, uh, that's what I hold most dear more than, more than anything else is those. Um, right now I am a speaker, um, NLP certified, um, John Maxwell certified. Uh, I, I, I think I'm like most speakers. It's, it's, we get passionate about what we're trying to do and what we're trying to achieve. And then we try to niche it down, you know, because I feel like, well, I want to save the world. Well, I, and I'm a huge, I'm only one guy and I probably can't save the whole world, but how can I help the whole world? And so I found my niche to be gratitude. And, you know, that for me, it's, uh, it's life-changing. So that's my, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful story. And when I said you've done, done, you've been there, done that and achieved. Now, when you're talking about being a grandfather, that's quite an achievement. Being a grandfather, not only of one, but of three. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's true, uh, just so everybody knows out there, when you're old enough to become a grandparent, you figure out that the only reason you ever had kids was to get to the grandkids because the grandkids are way better than the kids. <laughs> I wonder how are the great, great grandkids and I whether we will ever get to see them and watch them play. <laughs> then oh, they yeah. could be far, far, far much better than the grandkids. I guess. <laughs> it is true. Every yeah. generation, you get a little better. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we want to talk about gratitude and why it became a passion uh, to you to talk about. Uh, the whole gratitude thing for me, the, the life started, um, unfortunately, yet fortunately, when my mom passed away. Oh. Um, she passed away. She, she lived her life in a wheelchair. She had polio. And... But that was never a restriction for her. That was never an excuse or a reason why she couldn't. Um, if anything, it it drove her to to try to live even more of a more of a full life. Mm -hmm. you know? And growing up, I, I seen I always saw that there was something special and different about mom. Just the way she cared, she loved people. Uh, she had a, a big faith in God, um, and so I always knew that but I never really understood the lesson that she was really, really trying to teach me until she, until I was holding her hand when she passed away. And, and then it was in that moment that I learned mom can walk now. Mom mm. can run. She can go do everything that, that she was restricted from doing here. And to me, that was her greatest gift was that gratitude of knowing that pff, mom gets a whole nother life. And that's, to me, that was a blessing. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it started me on the journey of trying to figure out, like, what is this? What is this feeling that I have right now? Because I didn't understand it initially. You know, mm -hmm. I, it was just an overwhelming, like, man, I feel so good for her. You know, and 
later I, you know, later I found out that really I was just grateful. I was grateful that she was now again, able to do all these things and, and follow her dreams even deeper than whatever she could have thought here, you know, on earth. And, um, with doing that a few years after she passed away, um, I was ran over by a diesel truck and, uh, that was quite exciting day. <laughs> uh, literally, I'd hit some black ice driving to work and uh, a, a diesel trailer, literally the whole truck ran over top of mine and smashed my truck and the metal. And I walked away without a scratch. Oh, and, and the whole the, the the metal of the truck actually formed when I sat back down in the truck that afternoon to you know, I went to go check things out. The metal of the truck formed perfectly around me. And it was like, all right, somebody's trying to tell me something here. I've got a, I've got a, a purpose and a mission to stay here on this planet. Mm -hmm. And let's figure out what that is. And it just, everything kept going back to gratitude. And so fast forward another few years, because Sammy's a hardhead and it takes him a while to learn a lesson. Uh, <laughs> I think like most of us. And I really, I really did. I, I, I just started studying everything about what gratitude is mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, religiously. And, and then everything just went back to, we are the gift. Mm -hmm. Like we are the gift of gratitude above our kids, above the grandkids, that one's hard for me, but above the grandkids, above my wife, I have to be full of gratitude and bless myself and understand that I am that gift more than anything else. Mm -hmm. and since I, and since I've really uh, started living that life and that, that was probably about a year and a half or so ago that I really said, okay, I'm putting me first. And, and so many people say, well, that's selfish or, you know, that's, that's kind of a stuck up thing. And it's like, no, it's really not. Because if I'm totally full of myself, if I am, you know, full of gratitude, full of love, full of joy, now I can give you all of that, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so much more than what I was ever able to give before. So, you know, it's literally life changing. Yeah, so, you can yeah. you can give out something that you don't have. Now, isn't mm -hmm. it interesting that you're bringing the issue of gratitude with a story where some of us could have gone into depression, some of us could have could have given up on life. When you bring the issue of gratitude with losing your mom. And then you bring in the issue of gratitude uh, of a diesel truck running over you. That's not something that, it's not an everyday thing. It's not a, an everyday perspective from many, for many people that uh, this thing has happened and, and I'm overwhelmed and I can't keep moving. So what, what, what drove you, what, what attracted you into that idea or, what, or rather, how can I ask it better? <laughs> what is that trigger that uh, drives you into seeing the positive or how to get something out of nothing? 
it, it's the, well, again, I think it's, for me, it's a mindset thing. It's the realization that even in the worst of moments, you know, uh, your car breaks down. I had, a, I literally, I had a flat tire about a month ago. Uh, I was driving, driving home from a job, flat tire. Now, five years ago, Sammy would have got out of the truck. He would have cussed. He would have screamed. He would have made excuses. He would have done everything that most of us do. A month ago, it happens. And I got, I literally, I got out of the truck. I looked at the tire and I was like, well, let's get it fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's an understanding in that moment. I have a choice of, do I, do I look at this and it ruins my whole day, my whole week, or do I just do what I got to do, get it done, be positive about it, be grateful that I have a spare tire. I have a Jack. I have the understanding that I know how to change a, a, a tire, you know? So in every bad moment, it's that moment. There's, there's a bad thing. There's mm-hmm. a negative there's whatever, but how many positive things are also going on in that moment? And then which one do I want to focus on? Cause I get to make that choice. Mm. And, and that's, that's how, you know, it don't mean I don't ever get in a bad mood or, <laughs> or you know, <laughs> or nothing bad happens, but it's just how I deal with it. It's okay. literally, you know, life- and then my, my curiosity goes on to, to, to wonder, you know what? Uh, going through your profile, I came across a book. And that book is known as Broken Gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) Broken Gratitude. Why Broken Gratitude? Uh, Tell us about your book. Well, it's it's a lot of what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. So to write the book, uh, I, I went and asked over 200 people. Simple question. What are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. And there's no wrong answer. I mean, I, I, you, you want to have gratitude in your life. But what I was really shocked at is I asked over 200 people and two, so less than 1% said themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, man, that's just something's broken in the system because you should be so grateful for yourself. And again, I would get the same excuse. Well, that's selfish. I can't, I can't see me. I can't put myself above my kids. Yeah. And I said, wait a minute. Yes, you can. Because without you, there are no kids. It, without you being full of love and joy and, and showing them everything and uh, more than they deserve. What are their lives like? Like put, you have to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And so to me, broken gratitude is, is the, the book is based on how to live a life of gratitude. Okay. And, and it's also from the perspective of, you know, it's a broken, we live in such an expectation world, uh-huh. you know, that when we wake up in the morning, we expect our legs to work. We expect our eyes to work, our ears and, you know, when I go outside to my car, it should just start up and there'll be a gas station around the corner and and we just expect it. Yeah. Until the day it's not there. You know, and then we go and then we find it and we go, man, I'm so grateful I found that. You know, we, I think we've all been to a point where our car is almost out of gas. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's right there. And you're like, Oh boy, I hope I can make it. I'm, I will. I hope I can make it. And you get to the gas station and what do you say? Whoo, I'm so grateful. We made it to the gas station. Yeah. That's you should wake up every morning and go, Whoo, man, I'm so grateful. I am here today. I made it. I, today. That's it. I, I am blessed just to have woke up this morning and I get to talk to Anthony and I get to go do all these great things, even though it might be the same thing I did yesterday, I still get to go do them, Hmm. you know? And for me, that's, that's gratitude. That's awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And at this point, let me uh, give a point of gratitude to our viewers Uh, on TikTok. I'm seeing Pandelis and Sophia Wilson. Hi, Sophia. How are you? Thank you for watching. And everyone else who could be watching from, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, or LinkedIn, whatever it is that you're watching from, uh, please say hi. We will say hi back. Uh, if you have a question, <laughs> ask it. And if you have a comment, we'll read it. And we keep going. And you you, you talked about um, being, I, I can't remember, there's something I wanted to remember, but it's being kind of selfish with gratitude because you can't give what you don't have so you've got to it's like uh, when you go to, na- to a, an airplane and you're being given the tips on how to survive a crash you're told first pull down the gas mask on yourself first mm-hmm. not your not your kid the kid that you very much love no 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 not anybody else not your neighbor but on yourself first because when you are you are you're breathing you're able to help others but if you focus on others first, then you cannot help the others. Yeah. And that's, yeah. again, that just, it, it's, we feel like, I, I I feel like as a society, as a world, we we feel like we have to put others first. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have to put our loved ones and our friends and, and we pay, and, and here's where, like, success and different things come into play. Um, if, if I'm always worried about what the other person's doing, mm-hmm. whether it's a good in a good positive way or in a negative way, then I'm not focused on me. So how can I have success in my life? You know, and that's literally, you can look that, uh, look at it from that aspect on, on anything. If I'm focused on your love, your happiness or your depression, you know, your negative uh, outlook on life. Well, I can't focus on mine and what I really want. So, you know, it's the literally the concept of put yourself first and know you're going to get judged for it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I, you know, the, the whole judgment thing, you know, here, here's, here's the reality in case anybody doesn't understand judgment. So I explain it like this. So two people, they walking down the road and they look on the other side of the road and they see a great big old fat guy walking and they go, oh my God, what a piece of crap. Oh God. Well, I bet he eats nothing but fast food and he's lazy and he, and oh God, blah, blah, blah. And the fat guy down the, you know, across the street, he's actually walking to the gym. And what he does is he gets to the gym and he works out for a whole year and he's on a diet and he, and And a year later, those same two people are walking by that same guy. Only now he's skinny and he's fit and he's, he's healthy. 
And those same two people that said, what a piece of crap, now will look over there and go, oh, God, what a snob. Oh, what a, I bet he's doing steroids. Oh, who's he think he is? Oh, he's so full of himself. Either way, you're getting judged. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to judge. It's how you judge yourself. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, that's what matters. And the only way you can do that is to put yourself first. Block out all the negatives and all the, and here's, and here's the sad part. Most of the time, the negativity is going to come from those who love us the most. Mm. You know, and it's because you change. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to change. You're not the same Anthony I knew five years ago. What is Anthony? What has happened to you? Oh my God! You know, <laughs> that's and you're like, wait a minute, I've gotten better. I'm I'm trying to better my life, and that's a very uncomfortable thing for other people. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. you got to take that as a grain of salt. Mm. So don't be afraid to be judged. Just just do it. Just. Just appreciate, be, grat be, be glad of whatever it is that is happening around you and appreciate the positive things. Yep. And, and now, since we say that you drill uh, some insight, some good insight into focusing on gratitude from some disasters, so to say, uh, those could have been a one-time thing. But then we go through seasons. People, we have people who are going through seasons and one uh, great example I would give is when everybody was going through the two years of confinement <laughs> because of COVID. So how, how do you deal with such kind of things? There, there's COVID, there could be any other thing. Maybe you could find yourself in, a, in prison for no apparent reason. You know, there are people who find themselves there unjustly. Oh, or, yeah. even, or even justly, but through a mistake that someone did. How do you uh, get through that season in gratitude? Uh, again, I, I go back to, for me, it was like going through the whole COVID thing. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of things, and this is just my personal, you know, personal deal. I never bought into it. Mm -hmm. I, I never bought, I was never one that bought fully into it for, I, I didn't understand because about three weeks after it all kicked off, a friend of mine who owns a, uh, a restaurant who literally the capacity of the restaurant was 50 people. Mm -hmm. He called me up and he said, dude, they're making me close down my restaurant. And I'm like, what? I said, why? Now here's the funny part. He was across the street from a Walmart that was allowed to stay open. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this something's not right. You know, so I, I never really bought into it, but I did. I do understand that COVID was real and people were dying and, and it was, and it was a horrible thing. And it still is. For me, again, it goes back to what do I want to focus on? Mm -hmm. If, if I turn on the news every day and I watch the negativity and I watch the, Cause they're not showing anything positive on the news anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, then that's where my mindset's going to go. You know, mm -hmm. it, it is literally the, the, the statement. So true. What you focus on is what you will follow. It's what you will become. 
it's what you focus on is what you're going to go for. So if I look for the negativity, that's what I'm going to find. That's what I'm going to see. When I, the whole gratitude thing, you were talking about depression. I do an exercise with people that are dealing with uh, high anxiety or severe depression. Mm -hmm. And it's just a moment. It's just to take them out of that mindset for a minute. And I tell them, so like right now I'll do it. I say, find one thing, just one thing. It doesn't matter what it is around you. Find one thing here. I picked up an ink pen. The way the mind works, you can only be positive or negative. You can't be both at the same time. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So if I grab this pen up and I'm in a bad mood and I grab this pen up and I say, man, I wonder who made this pen. Why am I grateful for this pen? Well, I'm grateful because somebody invented ink. And then I'm, I'm grateful because somebody actually came up with a tube here or something to, to hold the ink. And then they, who is the guy that even came up with this little snappy thing so I can hang it on my collar or on my pants or on my book? And I just focus on this. If I focus on this and everything that I can find in it that's good, then my, I can't be depressed. I, I can't be full of anxiety. I can't be stressed out. Because again, the brain only works in one of two phases. It's as complex as the brain is. It's actually a pretty easy thing to maneuver through mm -hmm. as far as you can only be positive or negative. And then I tell people in this exercise, I say, because when we first start doing it, they say, Sammy, I did it. And yeah, for that moment, I, I did. I, okay, I wasn't depressed. But as soon as I stopped focusing on it, it was right back. And I said, well, that's because you allowed the depression to take right back over. And that's mm -hmm. fine. It's, it's, it's not a one and done thing. It's not the easiest thing. I say, so, okay, grab that pen up or grab whatever item it is. You've got all the technology in the world right at our fingertips or on, on a screen. Study it. Like, really look into it. And you actually find that these are very interesting things. Look up, hey, what year was ink invented? And who invented it? What year was the ink pen invented? And who invented it? And who invented this thing? You know, go deep within it. Mm. And, and it's and that's a neat exercise. I, I've had people call me and text me and message me and say, did you know? And they'll tell me these oddball facts about things that I have no idea about. Mm -hmm. And they'll go, the first snowball that was ever invented that they can recollect was in like 17 AD. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Well, yeah, that was my focus. I was focused on snowballs. And I'm like, well, dude, that's cool. And so what I know is they're not depressed at that moment. They're not in anxiety. They're not suicidal. None of that because they're focused on a snowball. Mm -hmm. And in the time that they're focused on the snowball, they're in that different mindset. And then they're studying the snowball. They're in a mindset. Now they're messaging me about it and they're in a different mindset. So you just took away that depression or whatever it was for not just a few moments, but for maybe hours. Mm -hmm. And then, and then that same person after telling me, maybe they message Anthony and they go, Hey, Anthony, check out this weird, cool fact, man, about a snowball. And now they're telling you, so what are they doing? They're staying in that different frame of mind. Mm -hmm. 
And it, it's a neat exercise, but it is. It's one that you have to practice, you know. Mm. And the deeper you can go with it, like the, literally the deeper you can go with something as simple as an ink pen or a snowball, the more that you will come out of that depressive state. So mm. it's a cool exercise. I, I advise everybody to try that one out. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So talking <clears throat> of working with people, does that mean that you coach individuals on appreciating gratitude and how does that go about uh yeah i do some coaching i mainly do the speaking um yeah i mainly do the speaking i do have individuals that i coach mm -hmm. uh right now i don't do as much coaching uh but what i do it and i know as speakers and coaches were told oh don't do this but i kind of do what i want it's well don't give out a bunch of free advice don't give i'm on a podcast right now with you and what did i just do i gave out a whole system on how to get out of a depressive state yeah dude i'd rather i would rather give that away for free or answer a, a text message or a phone call from somebody and know that i helped them step off that ledge mm-hmm that they they're now they're backed away from that ledge and I did it for free. And that's fine with me. Mm -hmm. You know, do I, do I want to get paid? Yeah. I want to get paid. Um, and there are certain individuals that I'll, I will take on as coaching clients. Um, but really I, I, I try to affect the crowd. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know? Yeah. And in case out of the crowd, there's someone who would want to follow up with you. How can they do that? Uh, best way is discovermentaledge.com. Okay. And that's a, uh, yep, discover, yep, there it is, discovermentaledge.com. Uh, there's my speaking stuff on there. You can contact me about coaching. Uh, the, the book's on there. Right now, the book is supposed to be out. I, I'm hoping for a phone call today. We'll see. Uh, it's supposed to be out hopefully here by the end of this week is what I'll say. Oh, I thought it's already out because I don't, I didn't look deeper into it. So, <laughs> so we are getting the pre, we are. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You're getting the whole caboodle right here. Yeah. Now yeah. it's, I, I know you, me and you had talked and you, you've wrote a couple, three books or three books mm -hmm. and this is my first book. I've already got two other ones started. I, just on a personal note, and this is something for an audience that anybody that's thinking about writing a book, how, how was your publishing or did you self-publish? I self-published. Ah, okay. Uh, and because there are several, there are many ways of going about it. And uh, now, since we are talking that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can actually get traditionally published, but that is not an easy way from way back. And now, since everything is kind of changing, that's when the self-publishing comes in and you can actually publish your book within weeks, write and publish your book within weeks. Yeah. That is yeah. when you are doing it yourself. And now, since you asked, that's when I would suggest my... My third book was write and publish your book where I invited several authors to come and give stories of how they actually did it. Ah, 
So I will tell you now, I'll be getting that book. You'll be getting that book. Yes. Yes. And everybody out there, go and get this book and see how to write and publish your own book by yes. 16 authors. 16 oh authors tell their stories. Why? Well, hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm excited to get the book and read it. Uh, I went traditional, so I got a publisher and the whole thing. Okay. And I, I'll be honest, and I've told them this ain't, and again, once you know me, I, I lay things out pretty, pretty straight. This has been a horrible process. Ah, it has been. I, I started the book about eight months ago and I had hair. I don't have no hair no more. <laughs> it's gone. It's ridiculous. It's all fell down to my, my chin and it turned gray. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Just hoping that it. <laughs> Just hoping that the first person to see it is your great great grandchild. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the, your grandchildren need to see it before they have children. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. But no, it's it's. I've literally, and I hate to say this, I really because I enjoyed writing the book. If if mm -hmm. you all want to write a book, please go after it because it it really is a fulfilling process. The publishing for me has been the nightmare. I've literally been saying for over a month, I I hope the book's out this week. Okay. Yeah. So uh, now what I do know is it is in the print studio. So it's not in publishing anymore. It's actually at the printer, which I guess means that, yes, it should be out any day now. <laughs> so everybody out there who's listening Go and look out for that book when it's coming. Rush to www.discovermentaledge.com and uh, you, I don't know, maybe send an email or something to be the first one to be notified when the book is out. Yeah. Yes, wow. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> and the book that we are talking about is uh, Broken Gratitude by Sami Farens. Yep, That's yep. it. Yeah. And now we are, yeah. <laughs> we are glad having you here on our show and we are coming to the end of this episode. We really appreciate you taking your time to be with us. Well, I appreciate you having me, man. This is, you know, uh, I, I like what you're doing, you know, during the show here, we talk some and then before, uh, no, man, I, I look forward to following you and, and getting to know a lot more about you and, you know, I'm always are, in the good people. We also continue to talk after the show ends, after we play the end sound. Before we go, now we know where we, to find you, but before we go, would you like to leave us with a few words that we should always remember? Which are they? A few words to always remember. Life happens for you. Uh, uh, oh man, I just went blank. Uh, <laughs> life happens. <laughs> we, 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 are, we are grateful that you went blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's to know that life happens for you. Uh -huh. uh, you know, the bad things, the good things. It's it's all uh, a lesson. It's all a learning, and it's how you how you deal with it. It's how you want to move forward. I've seen. I know people personally that have spent 10 years in prison and now they're multimillionaires. Mm. You know, I know homeless people that now own a jet. You know, I, I, 
I know one gentleman that uh, grew up, went to the military, got one of his arms and one of his legs literally blown off from an IED. And now he builds homeless shelters for homeless people. Whatever you dream of, go after it because it's your dream and it's somebody else's. Uh, somebody else needs your story so that they can start living their dream. So, wow. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Thank you very much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Talking of uh, someone who's been in prison and now a millionaire, uh, for someone who's listening or watching, go and scroll down to all the episodes that we've done on Now Tell Us. The second episode is of such a guy who had been in prison, was a millionaire, actually a billionaire, lost the company, and he went to prison and he came out. Now he's building again and he's doing super cool. Yeah. That's Jeffrey Martinovich, That's cool. if you can go and search for that. But anyway, uh, we today's uh, episode was Sami Farens, and uh, it has been a great uh, episode. We really thank you, Sami. And even for the parting words, we thank yeah, you. Yeah. Well, yes. thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. And uh, that's that's all for today. I have been your host at Now Tell Us, Anthony Moirore. And with our guest today, Sami Farens, we are saying be grateful. And bye for now. Bye. <laughs>